Welcome to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking and join in on the conversation. It's us. Cheeky's sleeping. Oh, Cheeky's awake. And look who else is here for Baca. But little for Baca, he just, he just likes to sleep. Welcome to Furby Friday. All Furbies. All the time. Yeah, this is Cheeky. This is for Baca. He's so tired. It's a long. It's been a long day for him. He he's old man. Uh, we'll see how long the Furbies last because they pull my focus, and I just want to talk to them. Right. Hey, guess what? What? Guess what? 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 We are coming to you live via the Beast. The we brand are. new. The the Whopper, the Whopper, oh, the Whopper, yeah, the Whopper, the Whopper. yeah, for more games, yeah, more games. yeah. Yes. the beast is here. I don't, I don't know how I feel about the Whopper. <laughs> I think that might be trademarked. Is it Whopper or Whopper? I thought it was Whopper. I can't remember now, but yeah. it's Joshua. He named it Joshua, the computer after his son. Anyway, yeah. we're coming to you live from a brand new system, so we're hoping it's going to be fast and pretty and, and not blow up or overheat. Yeah, no, which has happened. Cheeky stop. Cheeky stop. Cheeky, should we take your batteries out now? You would like that, wouldn't you, Neil? You would like that. We're here tonight to talk about romancing the scone. <laughs> romancing the Furbies. <laughs> romancing the scone. Robert Zemeckis film. It's about scones. It's romancing the stones. Romancing <laughs> the stones. It's about kidney stones yeah. and how to how to yeah them exact out. romance them yeah. out. Anyway, um, before we do any of that, we are going to talk about what we're drinking to get us through this Phoebe Phoebe Furby attack. I can't, you guys, they're so cute. I just want to talk to them. <laughs> uh, I am drinking courtesy of Haley. Um, Soda Earl Grey flavor. We got killed. And I have some beer, but I am drinking it out of a birthday present oh. from the Reverend Michael B. And this is an original Star Tours. So pretty. Uh, glass mug. Yeah. All right, cool. And I am downing some vodka in honor of our piece of shit fellow hum human Putin uh, and some. And some sparkling uh, lime water. So, Kiki would like some right. in a little tiny cup. So can we cheers? We can cheers. We can cheers. cheers. Happy Friday. Cheers. I hope it's a ghost. We heard, right. we heard a knock at the studio door. And well, I see a I'm, shadow. It could be a shadow. I'm, I'm just sure. really hoping it's a ghost. <laughs> All that I want. The fingers crossed. Right. Scott's opening the door. And it's, it's, either, it's, it's vanilla. I either want it to be a ghost or another Furby. So, yes, this is Cheeky. Cheeky's currently singing. This is for Baca. He loves to nap. Okay. Can, 
So we'll probably put the Furbies to bed if they wanted to make an appearance because they haven't been on since New Year's, so. Thank you, Furbies. Good night. Mwah. Say good night, you Furby kids. Mm. Oh. Okay. Night night. Good night. Good night. Almost sweet Furby. I live for these guys. You love them, don't you? Caleb, yeah. who is with us? Well. Let me get my notes. Um <laughs> In studio, uh, of course, we've got producer Scott. We have the Reverend Michael B. We have the late Vanilla Ken, and we have Haley the Baker. Yay! And some Furbies. And some and some Furbies. Yes. <laughs> In chat, uh, first, thank you, Pod People. But we've got Mindy Horror Movie Addict. We have Gory Bits. Miss Movie Buff Laura. We have D October 99. We have Tommy Levette. And we have Nightmare Mistress, formerly Spooky Boo. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. D October. Oh, and Mark Visions Truth just joined too. Mark, what's up, Mark? How is East Washington these days? I'm still giving applause. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So before we get talking about the stone and all the ways it can be romanced. I talk about some other things. Mm-hmm. As in, what, what do we watch? What we do? What we watch? Yep. What is yours? Um, well, I can't say too much, it's but mm, but we did. Well, I did watch a movie, and we. I tell me something wrong. No. Uh, we watched a movie. Um, I can't tell you anymore about that. Um, I saw two films in the theater. Wow. Saw Uncharted. Uh, which was great. Producer Scott could probably speak a little bit more on Uncharted. Um, he, he loves the video game. I never had played the game. I know nothing about it. So I was just going into it for a fun time. And I had a really fun time. I thought it was a great action adventure movie and I adored it. Um, and then we also saw the Batman. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so some of you know, I adore Batman. I'm a Joker super fan. Um, the entity, the Joker, not just like one version of the Joker. Um, I loved it. Was it long? Yes. <laughs> Did I get up at one point and leave briefly <laughs> when I came back? I really just like, I, I needed to, I needed to get up. Mm. Um, plan, plan your, your movie going trip and make sure you get to a theater that is very close to the restroom. We are in probably as far away from the restroom as you could possibly get. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's probably true, but um, I really loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was a wonderful version of Batman. I thought it was dark and interesting and well acted and, yeah, I can't say enough. I can't say enough. Oh, that was great. Could have been a little shorter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I'm not mad that I saw it, and I really enjoyed it. So, But Sandra, to be fair, doesn't like any movie over one hour and 31 minutes long. 37 so, minutes. Uh, really? Is pushing it. Is pushing it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's um, when you're about to throw the table over and walk yeah. out. So. Yeah. No, I do like... <laughs> you like a film that moves at a clip because I just get antsy and I just like want to get up and I want to move around because I'm a toddler. 
<laughs> no argument from here. <laughs> You're a foot, and I don't like you. You're mean to Furbies. I am. <laughs> Furby abuser. <laughs> what about you, Caleb? <laughs> okay, bear with me here. Um, watched. I watched Power of the Dog on Netflix. How is it? Uh, I, I Benedict Cumberbatch made me feel some things. He he plays not a nice person okay. at all. Very very dislikable. Um, that's that's all I'll say about that. Because I would like people to watch it and and form your own opinion, right? Yep. Not just call it a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> it was nominated for something. Yeah, lots so, of things. Yeah, lots yeah. of things. Yeah, so. all the things. Um, I am in the middle of We're All Dead, the Korean zombie film uh, or uh, series. Uh, I'm on episode six. I believe there are a total of 12. Okay. Uh, each Half episode life. is about an hour long, so it is a bit of a commitment. Yeah, so. sure. sure. Um, you've been warned. Uh, and then... Most importantly, the thing I'm most excited about yeah. is I ordered some hot sauce. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I have uh, the first one, this 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 one here. It's uh, it's called Queen's Majesty. So, um, it is a cocoa ghost hot sauce. Uh, it is 71,000 on the Scoville scale. Oh, we're That's, back to the Scoville. Got some heat. <laughs> got, got a little heat. We've talked Scoville. Um, on hot ones, this is now currently number six in out of lineup. ten in the lineup. Oh. Okay. Uh, next up, we've got this is uh, called Thirteen Angry Scorpions. Oh, that's cute. Uh, it's a je- called Jekyll and Hyde. It's a barbecue style hot sauce. I don't know uh, what that means. I think it's just kind of like barbecue, hot barbecue sauce. Okay, um, cool. But it's 109,000 wow. on the Scoville scale. It is uh, number seven. And then uh, points for the name. This is number nine. Uh, it's called. It's made by Puckerbutt. It is a extra mean green, and it is 702,000 on the Scoville scale. Oh, my God. So I have a feeling after we stop recording tonight, we might have to break these out and try a little. Bit. Jesus, take the wheel! We should try some during the game, even. Yay! Just for the fun. Oh, stick around. We'll see what Ooh. happens. Uh, and finally, Crocs have pulled out of Russia. Boom! Yay! Crocs, 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 back! I'm pretty sure Crocs are a Russian company, aren't they? Doesn't Vladimir Putin own 51% stake? All right, go for Crocs yourself. are everyone's shit. Sorry, I got some comment through. <laughs> Clock Clock is back. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, ready? You are up, my friend. Okay. Um, I have been watching, and if you guys have not yet, I don't understand why our flag means death. The new pirate comedy by Taika Waititi. Would you, would you oh, like I've to know why? Oh, I've heard good things. Why? You don't why get why Plus. I haven't watched it Yeah, yet? it's on Apple Plus. I yeah. don't have that. Well, you need to get yeah, it. Yeah, we don't have <laughs> that bougie Apple you Plus. You do. You have everything. <laughs> I do not have Apple Plus. You have everything. Scott, do, do I have Apple Plus? You guys do. Yes. <laughs> Wait, no, we don't have Apple No, we do not. You no. do. You have Apple iPhones. Therefore, you should get it for free when you get the when you have the iPhones. For a year. Yeah. Well, my phone is two years old, so yeah, there you go. Well, you know what? No, we don't have have it. <laughs> if you like what we do in the shadows, then you will like 
our flag means death. I'm sure Because it's the exact will. same vein and it's very good, very funny. I highly recommend it. Go watch it. Taika Waititi plays Blackbeard. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's a fun show. Really fun. Maybe one day when it goes to like Paramount Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get Paramount Plus and not Apple. No, I don't yeah, think I don't, Apple I don't get that Plus one either. either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I know people hate Apple. Like now it's just the thing to hate them. But I, um, I don't not that them. I hate them. No. But I just don't need just another don't another thing. <laughs> but they've got like Ted Lasso, which is really good, and the morning show is really good. These they got like some pretty good quality shows on there. Just so y'all know. Apple, please feel free to send money my way. I was going to say, Apple, why don't you just give it to us for free and we'll talk about your show. There you go. Um, and then other than that, have you guys heard about the Beetlejuice 2? It's like churning back up in the, uh, in the, it's you know, resurfacing the wild Yeah, I've seen a lot of fan-made posters and stuff. Mm. So I don't know what spurned this, a real Rumor? Well, the rumor supposedly is now that it's actually been like assigned to a production company, like Brad okay. Pitt's production company, actually. Okay. Supposedly he's behind it now and developing it. Supposedly, again, Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder are attached to come back. They have to. I'm just saying. I know this has been going on for years now, but it's yes. being churned and it's kind of bubbled back I've up. I've had my surface. heart broken many times about I, this rumor. I know, I agree. And so. I really want it to be them or... Or not, I agree. It's just hard. That's, that's hard. Yeah. That's hard. A hundred percent. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I would hate it or anything like that, but it's just, that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. I think Beetlejuice can be any age. You know? I loved the cartoon Beetlejuice and that wasn't them. <laughs> that's true, but you were younger. I was young. <laughs> I didn't know any better. You had an open mind back then. I did. <laughs> but, you know, Beetlejuice is one of my crushes. I have such a crush. I know. You love your moldy men. It's just kind of your thing. Guilty. Um, have you, so, Caleb and I kind of briefly touched on this, and that was there's supposedly, or is there not, I don't know, a Weird Al biography being, yes. being filmed right now, Daniel right? Radcliffe. Right. Okay, Harry so Potter. if you don't know, there's supposedly a weird Al. <laughs> it's called Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Um, Daniel Radcliffe playing Al. Evan Rachel Wood apparently does a cameo, at least a cameo, as Madonna. Uh, Rain Wilson is in it as Dr. Demento. I'm not 100% this is real yet. I want to see what happens when we get to April 1st, and I want to see what happens. Well, you could be right, but I mean, this would really be a long con. It sure would. <laughs> it sure would. But I mean, Daniel Radcliffe is very talented. I know he is. Very funny. I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm just yeah. I'm just saying. I don't know why, but I got. We want receipts. I got a little suspicion. We want about receipts. This one. Okay. Is what okay. We want. So I'm just kind of. I'm just kind of curious. So. Yeah. Mm, um. Let's see. Second, thirdly, fourthly, where we are in my right. in my things. Uh, I'm going to need you guys' help uh -oh. because this is the time of year when I start to get depressed because this Sunday we set the clock forward and this is like one of my most hated days because we all lose an hour of sleep yeah, and it stays lighter longer. It's like the longest point from Halloween. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're on opposite cycles. Like we are on yeah. opposite Sunday cycles. Is my, yeah. This Sunday is my favorite day of I the know. year. No, this, is, uh, this is a hard time of year for the child. <laughs> very hard time oh, of year for the you. child. Yeah. Thank you for your... Does not like... Doesn't like summer either, but at least we're getting closer to Halloween and fall. Right, exactly. And the child likes that. April is April is a tough month for me. That's when you guys will notice. I'll, I'll be in my... Uh, oh, great. Crabby? Microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be crabby. Oh, great. Looking forward. Happier than usual. Yay! We're just gonna—I don't know. I'll be—I'll be like—I'll be like a um, 
Oh, what's it called? Red lobster crab. <laughs> really gross and stinky. So. Lobster crab. <laughs> I don't get it, but I like mm -hmm. it. Anyway, um, and then finally, two years since COVID became a thing. Right? Two years. Yeah. Two years today was when they declared it a pandemic. And then on the 16th, it'll be two years when they made us all shut everything down. Two years. That's crazy. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Are people hate me if I say it went by kind of fast? Well, two years did that feel like it went by kind of fast. I was one of those suckers that I worked through the whole dang thing. Right. You know, I would say so it like two years at home and yeah, so it all just kept moving for me. But yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Because you were. Yeah, I was. It was a very stressful. The first what year? The first year was incredibly stressful. Yeah. Because of work stuff, and then we got to reopen the theaters. It became stressful for other reasons, but anyway, two well, years, and we are hopefully. Yeah. I would like to say that we are stronger and better people and better humans, having gone through something like that together. But it doesn't really seem to be the case because <laughs> no. people seem to forgot how to be nice to each other. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. one observation. Yeah. But. No, it, mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Knock on wood, though, I have not gotten sick in two years. And I think it's because of the masks and the Probably. hand sanding everywhere. Yeah. You got sick for like a day. No, I've forget. had like some couple minor colds, yeah. Oh my god, you've been around us with your cold, you just didn't tell us? No, I mean, the one I stayed home for. <laughs> like, like a little kid, like, eh, <laughs> open mouth coughing on all of us. Yeah. By the way, yeah. this Earl Grey bitters and soda is delicious. Is it good? So good. Okay. So good. Excellent. Uh, other than that, I think that about does anything. Do we get new subscribes? Yeah. Jim Profit. 357. He's here. <laughs> He's in the building. Welcome, Jim. Welcome, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Thank, Thank you, Jim. Jim. We love you, Jim. Jim's the best. Yeah, I've known Jim for years. Yeah, long time. Okay. Well, I guess we can segue. To the stone. <laughs> to the stone. All right, are ready? Jim. All right. Wow. Romancing the stone. You ready for it, people? This is a producer Scott pick. Every once in a while, we throw him a little bone and he gets to pick a film. <laughs> and this is what he picked this week. So this is from 1984. This came out in March of 1984. So, like March 24th. So that's kind of cool. Like, yeah, pick, yeah. How that worked out. Yeah. Uh, directed by Robert Zemeckis. You might have heard of him. We did an episode on him once upon a time. Um, screenplay by Diane Thomas and some dudes. Um, a dowdy romantic adventure writer is hurled into a real-life adventure in the Colombian jungle in order to save her sister, uh, who will be killed unless a treasure map is delivered to her captors. She is helped out by a brash... They call him a mercenary. I think that's a little generous. Um, and together, he's like a bird dealer uh, by a brash bird uh, merchant. And together, they search for the priceless gem located in the map. In the map. Well. <laughs> and it's very pretty, the gem. So let's talk about why, why the stone. Scott, why romancing the stone? So I grew up watching this 
so much uh, as a kid like i'm talking six seven probably um it was kind of one of my my go-to's uh it was on tv all the time and i haven't really seen it since then probably you know 10 11 years old was the last time i watched this movie and so it was a really good excuse uh when we had to like snap pick a, a movie last last episode for uh to, to revisit it yeah okay well, how did it hold up? I, I really enjoyed it. There's a lot of stuff that I remembered. There's a lot of stuff I didn't remember. I think part of that is because a lot of it was cut out for TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Gotta get that runtime down think, to like one thirty. I, I still think it's really fun. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that clearly went way over my head as a kid. For sure. Way, way over my Love head. It just over. What does Sandra think of this film? Is what I, I, Caleb and I probably want to know. So I remember this movie more than the sequel, which is Jewel of the Nile. Um, I don't think I saw Jewel of the Nile as many times. I, like Scott, um, watched this movie a weird amount of times as a child. Um, it was on, we were trying to remember, it was on TV a lot, and I only got like four channels when I was a kid. So it had to have been on like CBS or something, and they just like showed it a lot. Because they used to do like afternoon movies, mm. you know, back in the day. Um, and I had good memories of it because I would watch it with like my mom and my grandma. And it was you know, like kind of a crowd pleaser. Um, there's like, I say, I love adventure movies. And I think that this is kind of fun because it kind of pokes a little fun at the romance adventure. Um, it's actually kind of interesting because there's that new movie coming out with Sandra Bullock and and uh, Magic Mike. And um, his name was Channing. Channing. <laughs> and then I just saw Uncharted. And it's kind of like, oh, my God, are we like kind of breathing life back into like the action adventure? Because... I think that could be fun. I think that could be fun. So, um, yeah, I haven't seen this movie either since I was probably about 10. But um, I still liked it. I'll, I think it's a good time. I think it's cute. If you haven't seen it, we're going to spoil it, but you should <laughs> see it. Yeah. How about you guys? Yeah, I saw this in the theater when it came out. And, no I way. Mean, I, yeah. Yeah. I would have been 10. Yeah, about 10, yeah. maybe 11. On a good if day? it came out in March of '84, yeah. yeah. Yep. We, Me too. We would have turned ten in February, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just been one of those things, you know. Like, I, I sat down to watch this uh, last night. Had my paper out, ready to take notes, and the credits rolled, and I looked down, and I forgot to take a single note. I was didn't take any notes. It's just yeah. What is that? A blank piece of paper? No, I mean I, you know, I did. I wrote some things down later, but I'm oh saying God. I didn't write anything down while watching it because I just I got sucked in. It was back in 1984 in the yeah. what town I think I saw this at uh, the six. I think. Yeah. I don't recall. Yeah, I don't remember where it opened, but I did see it as well. In the theater. Yeah. I've seen it a hundred million times. 
100 million. 100 million. 100 million. 100 million. Hundred million. Hundred more more times right. than the Reverend seen uh, Ghostbusters. Right. Okay. Or Top Gun. Got it. Yeah. Just checking. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yep. And I, I, I do enjoy this film. And actually, it had been, it had been a little. There had been a little bit of time in between my last viewing of this film. Quite honestly. Well, you're. But uh, very, very old. So I, that know, would make I know. I know. Yeah. Lizard person. So that would make sense that you can see it so many times. Yes. Yeah. That's my thought. Thought was, yeah. was on the Zotrope. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice seeing it on an actual TV, you know, with color and stuff. Oh, things have so, really they come a long way. Come a long yeah, way. But uh, I, I had watched this the last time when we did our Dean Cundy episode. Oh, uh, so it had been, you know, kind of recent. Has anybody watched of us? <laughs> Jewel of the Nile recently? No. No. So I'm like, I, I remember like snippets, but like I said, I I don't have the full picture in my head. Okay. I just, yeah, I, like I saw it and I, I just don't really have like super fond memories of it. I want to revisit it okay. now for sure. Yeah, because of just watching this. I, I have decent memory of it. Like, I mean, I mean, a pleasant memory mm -hmm. of it. I think uh, I remember how it opens. I remember some lines with this is yeah. space invaders or whatever when he blows up the it's almost like a like a record skipping i remember like mid, 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 yeah like dan that DeVito, dan devito's back getting um what do you call it he uh, ingratiated into the the tribe, the tribe. Of, you know yeah. Yeah. of the locals there and don't remember that something anyway but i got nothing but we're talking about romance in the stone <laughs> the scum romance in the stone as eddie grant would say so, um, <laughs> where do you want to start? Um, we can start with Kathleen, um, <laughs> the lady of the hour. Okay. Um, she's a good cat mom, and that that didn't miss me. She is a good cat. Mom. That did not miss me. Romeo. We're cat people, yeah. and we love cats. Yeah. Um, he even got like the good tuna on the little dish. He even got the little parsley on yeah. there. You know what's funny about this, though, is when they finished filming, mm -hmm. they ran it through a, a, for a test audience. They did not like it. Yeah. And they so they had to go back and redo some things. And yeah. one of the things they redid was they gave her a cat. Oh, they wanted to make her a little more personable. So that she's not alone. Like, she's not yeah. just sitting alone in an apartment, like, well, typing and things. So Yeah. Drinking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's not drinking alone if you're drinking with your kids. Right? Um, uh, no, that's very interesting. Yeah. I, and I also didn't realize that this was produced by Michael Douglas. No. Yeah. And he produced a lot of films. Oh, I lots, of, lots of movies. I didn't like, like, it's like a Michael Douglas film. Yeah, I like mean, behind yeah. the scenes. Well, I mean, like some big I didn't stuff. research that. Um, I mean, I, like, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Like, I think. Flew right over. I, I pretty sure, I think it's a Michael Douglas film. Joint. So, um, yeah. But which is how I, him and, I, there's a lot to go on. Michael, oh, there's like a whole backstory <laughs> so of him and DeVito. And, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, they were roommates in New York and, yeah. and all that stuff. But, um, yeah. Michael did his homework. <laughs> that that I know things, from. You know. But Michael Douglas down. didn't want to do the acting in this movie. He was right. only going to be a producer. Oh, I can't imagine. And then they, they just didn't find film. anyone in the cast. And he's like, screw it, I'll do it. Yeah, I'm glad. So, yeah. To be the handsome bird. One Flew Over the yeah. Cuckoo's Nest, China Syndrome, Romancing the Stone, Starman. Yeah. So, yeah, he's Same flatliners. <laughs> Always seen flatliners. Yeah. Um, I like that the story is about a writer because I'm a book person and I love books and I love writers. So I thought that's, I don't know, that's already going to have me like a vested interest in it as well. And she's a successful writer. I love how she cries when she finished her 
book. Yeah. I don't know. There's like an earnestness about her that um, I, I think is like really endearing. And then throughout the movie, you see like what a badass she is, especially at the end and stuff. So, yeah, I think it's cute. I like the little journey that her character goes on. Um, we have a new, by the way, a new person in our chat. Hopo. What's up, Hopo? Hey, Hopo. Thanks oh, wow. for joining. Um, you know, I love to find weird little things. You do, yes. What'd you find? The answering machines were ginormous. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, there's like, there's one in her house and then there's one in Holland Taylor's office. And I was like, okay, the phone's sitting on it. And I was like, I think I paused the thing. I was like, that's, is that an answering machine? And Scott's like, it is. I'm like, it's like, it's like this big. And then there's like a little tiny phone on top. Big. Huge. Yeah, and that probably costs like 500 bucks. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, right. It was like, oh, she must be important if she has an instrument. Uh, speaking of, um, hi, Holland Taylor. Totally forgot you were here. Yeah. Love you, girl. How are you? She's got amazing 80s hair that I just wanted to get lost in. All those feathers. That was another thing that was changed because she had a, she was a producer, right? I mean, not the, the editor, the editor yeah. sorry. Um, yeah, so originally when they first filmed it, she had a, a male editor. Oh, boo. Yeah, and so they so they added the whole, like, going to the bar, which is like a total 80s thing. Like and it was a very funny scene, too. The 80s bar picking up, you know. And, yeah. And she's, like, running through the, you know, loser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> those horrible men, those men, those? The, 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 two, the two guys kind of settles on, like, yeah. the one with the hair? Yeah, the, the hair. Oh my God. But just like, like yeah. they're just, they're just the whole thing makes it, hey. <laughs> hey, baby. No, I love Look that they're, they're two, like, you know, 80s empowered like women. And it's really cute. It's a really cute scene. But, um. Holland Taylor was in Bosom Buddies, that TV show with Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari. She's been a million things. Yeah, love. Great. That, that's yeah. why I kind of fell in love with her. Mm -hmm. Because she was actually a very similar character, kind of, where she was out spoken yeah you know and a go-getter kind of um but she looked exactly the same because that was only like a year or two after that show no kidding but um yeah i always had fond memories of her starting from bosom buddies holland taylor won't be on this show just <laughs> right here we, we love you for you holland we love you right bring, bring sarah we love her too bring the whole family <laughs> bring them all out bring them all out so i did some math Okay. Okay. You ready for this? Ready. This is dangerous. Danny DeVito was 40 years old in this movie. He's 40. Wow. That was Mike. Mike Douglas. That's what I call him. <laughs> uh, he was also 40. They're both 78 now. Wow. I mean, it makes sense, but it's like, it's weird because, you know, sometimes actors just get like frozen in your mind yeah. at like yeah. being like an age. And I mean, they've both gone on and done other things. Danny, hello. It took me oh, a no. solid two minutes to to realize that that was in fact Danny DeVito and not just someone who kind of looked like him. <laughs> <laughs> like Steven Levito? DeVito? Steven Savito? Steven. You know, some, some guy living DeVito Loco or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's sad. I'm older than those guys. Yeah, and I think I I could be wrong, but I think um, uh, Kathleen was uh, around thirty. That young? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I have a fun question. Okay. Yeah. Neil. Oh uh, yeah. You're married to a writer. I am. Did you think this is kind of like what it's like being with a writer? <laughs> what if 
think i i love i love his writer wife so i'm kind of plugging her that's that's good you should do that yeah go go find feeding the wolf feeding the wolf available at all online book resellers right? <laughs> wherever good books are sold a real um, published book by the way like a real book but i can kind of like anyway. imagine it's like you know it's like this huge investment and they're writing yeah. and i've talked and i've interviewed a lot of writers and you know it's like this whole process i've interviewed your wife <laughs> and then it's like you know it's kind of this celebration but mm -hmm. it's kind of your baby and then like talking to people who've like read your book i don't know i'm just plugging her what do you think Oh boy, you know. Does she remind um, you of your wife in any way? <laughs> you know what? I mean, there are probably some aspects of it. I mean, my wife, like my wife, like Kathleen Turner, um, enjoys more being at home and kind of being safe, oh, right? Versus, but writes about adventure. Writes about adventure, absolutely. There's some similarities there. We have a cat. We have three cats. Got <laughs> um, all the cats. Does the she cat. smell the cat food though before she gives it to? And she puts the garnish Ro on Romeo. Yeah. Every day, twice Every a day. day. Yeah. Um, she definitely throws her wine glasses in the fire. Yeah. So that's yeah. for sure. And the cat's played. <laughs> cat's played. <laughs> yes. But um, there's a spirit, I think, amongst writers, right? Yeah. That, you know, they perhaps project some of what they're writing. Maybe it's a little bit of yourself that you're. Or at least what you want yourself to be. Kind of a romanticized version. Right, exactly. Yeah. 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 So I would yeah. say so. Thanks for the plug. Oh, it's my girl anytime. I appreciate it. So. The, so Kathleen Turner is writing. Sorry, I just, her name is Joan. Joan, 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 Wilder. Joan Wilder. And they say that a lot. And they do. <laughs> There's a few words you're going to hear in this movie. Joan Wilder and Cartagena. <laughs> Pronounced a variety of ways. But so the film opens with a sequence of her basically finishing the book. And her main character, Angelina, yes. is the, the heroine. Yep. Um, and that comes back later on in the film, obviously. Right. With yeah. that. But um, she, like you said, she finishes that story, that chapter of that book. She has her, she has like rabid fans that love her and love these romance, romance novels. Right. But yet she has a little bit of a, a little bit of a what shut in, I guess. I mean, she doesn't want to go see them. She has issues with well, I mean, confronting it, them. She's probably just happy doing what she's doing too. And yeah, I mean, it's a little scary to get out of your comfort zone. And yeah, let's see all that. Yeah, I don't. I I would be the same way. Truth be told, <laughs> you know, I you know, I th I don't think I would want to go out there and meet them all mm -hmm. in a big setting like that no <laughs> especially in the you 80s <laughs> everybody's on cocaine so that's, much hair that's true and the aquanet and very the, dangerous yeah. the hole in the ozone <laughs> layer imagine there <laughs> so, and they all smoked back then so. oh sm like sure. chimneys we smoke cocaine <laughs> <laughs> just smoking cocaine all day uh with danny devito so my next note jumps way ahead. Okay. Um, I mean, so we got a call from Elaine. That's a sister, right? Yep. Correct. Who's that lady who we've talked about her like 50 times on this show. She's been in so many movies we've reviewed. What's her name? Um, She's good. Yeah. She Well, she was Zemeckis' uh, wife. I think they were married one point. Yep. Yeah. Mary Ellen Mary Ellen Trainer. Trainer. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Yeah. 
so that's her sister. Bad guys, Danny DeVito and his cousin Ira, <laughs> have uh, have her on a boat and have her on a boat. It's actually not a horrible place to be held captive. She gets meals and things, yep. you know. She yep. gets some full phone privileges, but uh, they just they want that treasure. They want that treasure. So they've got her. There's this whole other kind of backstory with her husband had the map, and so then she sent the map to her sister. Her husband was murdered. Right. Um, so you can kind of get the idea. Sister's a little more adventurous. Her sister's the one that's out there kind of living life on the edge, yeah. and she's safe at home. She's the dependable one. She calls her, and it's like, um, hi, very much like Indiana Jones. <laughs> I mailed you the diary. Um, but you need to come save me. So it's basically Indiana Jones. Part three. It's Just basically it. Indiana Jones part three. Part three. It's basically the same thing. Uh, real quick, Tommy's heading to bed. So good night, Tommy. Good Thank night. you. Good night, Tommy. Pleasant dreams. Uh, there was, I have in my notes. Oh no, poor pig. Oh, there's pig on the bus that she steps on the pig. Yeah. I didn't like that. Yeah, that was the first pig. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple of there's a couple of cute little piggies. Um, what somebody else got? My my notes are all over the place on this film. Well, you've got the Zolo character. Yeah. Oh, I don't like him. Who's, you know, like a I don't know what you would call it's him. It's like a corrupt like a military. Swarthy, like, yeah, like secret police military person who is also wanting the map yep. for yeah. himself. Because everybody wants that big rock. And he actually shows up to New York. Mm-hmm. Kills like the custodian of the. Co- yeah, I think it was. And, and you super. never even hear anything else about that ever again. Nobody missed New York super. Yeah, nice to the man in the hallway. <laughs> he was looking for well, our girl. Just like this very shiny switchblade. Yeah. That reflects the light very well. Yeah. You know what I think he maybe could have done because he's a he's already we know this is a man who's capable of, of bad things. Why didn't he just break in and steal the map? He tried. She tried. That's what he was doing when the custodian. He knifed the him. super. Super said, "Yeah." Then you go steal the map. She had the map in her purse. Remember, because her. But date. he didn't know that. Well, yeah, he tossed her. He apartment. tossed the apartment. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, she did have it in her purse. Yeah. I remember now. Yeah. Just forget he was, he was looking for it. He was looking he really hard. Back, apparently, really hard. <laughs> but you know what? Thank God he didn't hurt Romeo. I was say he almost looked inside the cat. We don't. <laughs> oh my God, Romeo swallowed the map. Romeo, 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 Romeo. Yeah, ignore everything I said. Okay. Cat's fine. But Zola will come into play later. I mean, I don't like him. Yeah, no. he's everywhere he's, in this movie, though. He he's is. awful. He's everywhere. He controls everything. He's everywhere. How about okay? How about we meet Michael Douglas? Jack T. Colton, you mean? <laughs> Jack, Jack, trustworthy Colton. Yeah. So he's top billing, by the way. Doesn't show up until like thirty minutes into the movie. Yeah. He's our romantic hero. But that's what hero. happens when you make the movie. <laughs> you right? So he's our romantic hero, um, dashing, adventurous, romantic figure of a man. Um, also a con artist and a scoundrel. He worked on a coffee ship, and now he sells birds. <laughs> Which probably isn't illegal. I don't love it's that. It's not legal. Yeah, I don't. I don't love the Colombian bird trade that he is in. It's kind of. But he's also sad. got a price for all of them, and yeah, and he has a jeep. Had a jeep. 
but had he's saving up to get his boat. To get this to what he, all he cares about is a boat. So yep. he can get a boat, yep. sail the ocean. A big sailboat. And be alone. Yep. <laughs> yep, that is what he wants. And to sail around the world. Around the but world. I like, you know, Zola's holding poor Jonah at gunpoint at the, next to the broken, broken bus, and then there comes Michael. Michael Doug or Jack T. Colton, right. Please. right out of the thing, you know, yeah. and <laughs> shoots a hole in his water in bag. Water bag. <laughs> so, and then gunfight ensues. So Scott pointed this out. There's a lot of gunplay gun in this play. film, lots and gun nobody play. can hit <laughs> anything. anyone. Yeah. yeah, he's like, it's it's stormtrooper. <laughs> It is. There's a lot going on. Um, but the sound effects of those guns and bullets that old is just beautiful. Oh yeah. yeah, that's what we grew up on. That was. We all thought that guns, like when you go around town, that's, that's what, what guns, guns sound, sound like. like. Yeah. And instead, you hear. Where's the? That's the sound I'm looking for. Um, I too love the ocean, so I related to Jack T. Colton in that way. Yeah, and then of course we were singing "Come Sail Away." <laughs> the whole thing, because you can't stop once you start. <laughs> well, that's the only part of the song I know, so I did stop. No, oh. <laughs> stop, stop, shut down right there. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum. <laughs> um, so yeah, there. <laughs> I mean, it's cute, right? It's formulaic. It's supposed to be tropey. So it's like she's, you know, their opposites attract and right. then we're together and he's here, but it's just for the job. He's not going to get attached. Right. She's slightly frumpy in the beginning and, yeah. you know, gets super pretty by the end. Yeah. I actually thought it was really ingenious when he cut the heels off her shoes. Yeah. Very practical moment. I also thought, because I was, I couldn't remember this from when I was a kid, but I was so annoyed with her, with that stupid suitcase. He read my mind by chucking <laughs> it over the ravine. Yeah. Are there any valuables in here? <laughs> well, and especially because it's like that old school 80s suitcase. It's like the size of a 10 year old child and it's, it's unwieldy and it's, there's no, there's nothing. No and so it's like, yeah. we didn't have their roller bags. <laughs> didn't nope, have those then. fancy. What about the Although, not that a roller bag would have worked in the mud anyway, but... No. You know. <laughs> or like a backpack, like Jack wear... No. So, those completely impractical Correct. suitcases. And the worst thing back then, man, you would get a suitcase, and you had to keep it forever. Like, you would never get new suitcases. Because they're really expensive? Like... I don't know. It was almost like it was like just frowned upon. <laughs> like, it's like, you know. That's your suitcase. That's your suitcase. Yeah, you that's are. That's your motherfucking <laughs> suitcase. You are born into that suitcase. Do you know what that suitcase did for you? Like, you ungrateful peasant. Like, it's what your family bequeaths upon you. It's, it's, it's luggage. It's luggage you never can get rid of. That is it. What about the kind of had a little combination on it? I know. I've seen these at thrift stores, so that's. Yeah, they're the big, out there. The big one. Blah, 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 blah. Yep. Yeah, I, I have a question about the suitcase. Is that a bit in another movie with a woman carrying around a giant suitcase? Because I, I probably I have this image in my head of a, of a similar situation, but it's being thrown into a river like 
like strewn open and like she's freaking out about underwear. Is that just like revisionist history thought no, in my I'm mind, sure or is there another movie happened. with that? Bit? Sound familiar. Kind of sexist silliness. In this one, at least, it was. I, I didn't take it as like that trip. I took it as this is very impractical and we need to get a move on. Right. Because he even says like, oh, like, we were picking up speed or whatever he says. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then immediately they, they fall down a mudslide. <laughs> oh, flying. and she's horrified and he's like, that was fun. <laughs> it did look like fun. But you can't blame her. She wasn't expect. She was expecting to be at like this nice hotel via. This is what she packed for. Right. She didn't pack for the outdoors and Jack T. Colton. Right. <laughs> well, let's say she she left in a hurry. <laughs> yeah. Had no idea what she was getting into. Gets she on was. the wrong bus. Yeah. You know, like it was. It was a shit show from the very beginning. And, and that man, the bad man, made her get on the wrong bus. Zolo, yeah. 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 Zoloft made her get on <laughs> the wrong bus. Um, Zoloft. Oh, speaking of bus, then they're on like the little hollowed out bus. The plane. The plane. The plane. No, it's not a plane. Is it a plane? Yeah. Oh, it's a plane. It's a plane. It's a crash plane. Yeah. It's a crash plane. And there were there were no roads where they I, were. <laughs> I had an immediate. Well, the plane doesn't wander either. To be fair, um, I had an immediate flashback to the postman. Oh. With the skeleton and he in the rain. Yeah. And he's okay. like. Okay. Although you want to smile or whatever he says in the Postman movie. <laughs> um, it's interesting that you bring up the Postman. So you remember how the movie opens with like the showing what she's writing? Yeah. yeah. And then they, I you know, remember. and they have the Angelina character and the Jesse character. Yes. So, so the Angelina character, she, um, she played the, the dream ghost in Ghostbusters. The one that really? uh, Dan Aykroyd's. Yeah, remember that you know we we were talking about like oh, that was like weird that they oh, even yeah. left that in there, but the guy that plays Jesse he's actually a stuntman, um, oh. and he has like ninety three stunt credits on IMDb. Damn, um, and I will name some of them. <laughs> Shoot. All right, dances, dan- dances with some background music. Okay, the bodyguard. I've seen that movie. Wider. Are you starting to see a pattern here? Oh, yeah. Uh, Waterworld. <laughs> hang on. Where hang on. Costner goes. Yeah. 3,000 miles to Graceland. Oh, yeah. Okay. This man follows. The postman. <laughs> so he's like a uh, Costner. I guess. Yeah. Stuntman. yeah. Stunt, I just said stunts. So, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. who, who knows what he does. But Okay. He just follows Kevin Costner. <laughs> Around now. I mean, you mentioned the postman, so I had to bring it up. No, I, I have the note. So, thanks a lot, Sandra. <laughs> Costner air about him. He the loss, right? right? Definitely. Yeah. The main. Um, I think that's kind of funny. They're like getting high. So, okay. <laughs> they were burning bricks of pot. Yes, they were. He, and More plastic. than one, right? Yeah. Correct. And plastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. And, and like breathing it in and bre- deeply. <laughs> and did you notice how much of the bottle that they drank down too? Right. On top of <laughs> breathing in. So I, I just think like that, that amount of pot, when you're hotboxing a plane fuselage, 
like oh, like with that amount, that would probably cause. They say you can't over de- you can't overdose on pot. I really? think I think that, it's wrong. I think that <laughs> that might be the exception. I think I. Have I mean, the ass end of the plane was gone. There were some holes in the front, so maybe they Just were a getting a, a slight, you know, yeah. little yeah. And that yeah. snake but, got high, but still, too. I know that snake high. had no idea what it was doing. No. Like, there was no reason to kill that snake. <laughs> I Just saying. Felt so bad for the snake. Well, first of all, I love snakes. I have yes. a snake at home. But he was like, this is my bus. I live here. This is my house. I'm pretty sure he was crawling through going like, oh, I'm so fucking high. <laughs> like, I thought this is where I live. Do you know where I live? I live here. And then they're just chop. <laughs> I, I, it's funny you say because I was actually thinking in my head. Damn shame. I see that. I'm like, I just make it up and it's like, wanna get high? <laughs> hey, 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 hey bro, pass me that bottle, bro. I'll stick my long snake bro. tongue in there. Bro. Yeah. Bro. bro, I need some tequila, bro. Oh my God, because the Grateful Dead, like people that were in there before, he's like, this is the shit. This is where I live. And now yeah, then he became dinner. He became <laughs> I think I'd be like Kathleen eating those olives. I'm like I'm good. Poisonous, but they taste good. Yeah. Yeah. Or snake. Uh, the, the snake. So, the snake was played by Rutger Howard. The snake is <laughs> fine. No snakes were harmed in the making of this film. So a lot of the comedy of this film comes from Danny DeVito. Would you agree? I would yeah. say so. Okay. I do quite... <laughs> I feel like this is like I have to say trick, yes. trick question? You're like shaking this pen at us violently. <laughs> like, no, no, I do not agree. Danny DeVito was not funny. <laughs> not funny. I think a lot of the stuff he did in this film, in, from things that I had read and looked at, uh, some of it was, you know, him. Some of it, adding some of his yeah, own little, little Vitoisms in there, basically. <laughs> but uh, that scene where he's in the the office, what is it, the police the station, police oh, station. talking to Ira on the phone. He falls over the counter. And he sees the poster of himself yeah. trying to rip it down. I laughed over. so hard. Yeah, I he had some really hilarious. good, really good stuff in here. He did a good job. Yeah, being that comic. He's lead. a funny guy, that Davido. I think he's gonna go places. Yeah, I think you can count on him. I think he's gonna have a career. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just, I'm just curious about their dynamic. Like, why was he like kind of the underling of of Ira? Of Ira, you know. I don't like, I want to know. I want a backstory on the two of them. Yeah. I want yeah, to know how that happened. You know, that. why? Why is he running or, you know, two hundred miles? Yeah, at, you know, yeah. doing doing all the dirty work, you know, going from town to town. <laughs> is that what it is? He's just taller. Yeah. Lame. There's yeah. Definitely, there's, there's a history there between them because they talk about, you know, yeah. no one liked you, Ira. No one even liked you when you were a kid. Yeah, your, kind of your mother didn't like you. Yeah. It's the same thing I had that, like, when Ira leaves him, but then he's, like, tells him, he's, they're over there. The, the mm-hmm. bad guys are over there. It's like, you know what? He got his, he got his revenge. He got his revenge on Ira. Um, How yeah. soon, I Real soon, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. But you know what? I bet our DeVito got the last laugh. Yeah. He comes back in the sequel. Ira didn't she come does. back. No, Ira's in Colombian prison. Uh, is, but out. isn't he mad because he got sent to prison? DeVito? The DeVito? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I seem to remember that. Yeah, he's always taking well, One of the other Ira. like record skips that I remember. Is that yes. He gets out of prison and he's coming, oh, that's right. he's yeah, coming yeah. After, um, after Jack and yeah. Yeah, Jim. That's... To, Get his revenge. Good job, Caleb. Caleb. 
piecing that together. Can we talk about my favorite part of the movie? Please. Yeah. The um, what's my favorite part? Probably my favorite character, I guess, is the um, the drug lord guy who's a huge fan of. Oh, Alfonso Arau. Yeah, <laughs> um, he my favorite part. Absolutely, it's so funny that like he realizes it's his favorite author. So cute. Everybody loves her books. She reads them. To he that reads guy. them. Yeah, to his 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 soldiers on Saturdays. Was <laughs> yeah. it? Um, I thought it was so cute. And then you see he has this like crazy like mansion. He's doing really well for himself in the drug trade, and he <laughs> is crazy. And I love him. Yes. Yeah. Great. I'm like he's a reader. He's a fun loving guy. <laughs> I'm kind of like Joan. Did you pick the right man? Oh, just throwing it out there. I don't know. He, okay. He's the uh, he he's the fun loving uncle. But I don't think he's the guy. <laughs> I don't know if he's the one you're gonna um, stitch down with. But 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 I can say. Oh, that, and he's an animal lover. Oh, because the pig, yes. His, his, favorite, his favorite pig. pig. And yeah. then he like runs over a chicken backing That's up. That's right, but he does. Immediately over a chicken. That, that chicken <laughs> jumped out of the way at the last minute. I okay. swear I saw it. But I went through my life going, Jean-Wada? Jean-Wada? jean mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of thing. Well, but so. then you can quote him from Three Amigos also. You could. Oh, he's Absolutely. in that movie. He's, he's El Guapo. El Guapo. That's right, yes. Um, yeah, it's my favorite. I, I just thought it was so cute. It's such a nice little twist. Like It was. No, it's one of not, the... You know what? I would say, hmm. I think that that character is charming. <gasps> oh, Thank I got you. A drink. This drink. whole movie, charming. You guys drinking? It's a charmer. Um, but that whole bit is actually really cute. Charming. It's so cute yeah. because, yeah. I mean, you know, we've talked about this a little before. Sometimes <laughs> other countries, especially in older movies, not super well represented. Kind of looks like. You know, sepia toned and unkempt, and nobody would want to be there. And so it's like kind of nice to turn that trip on its head a little bit. And it's like, no, this guy's actually well read, has this great house, even though it's from drugs. You know, it's cute. It's nice. Again, it's like the whole movie is taking these little tropes, but kind of um, embellishing them into something. Yeah. Something different. So Zolo keeps becoming worse and worse of a person. Zoro? Zoro, Zolotov? Zolotov cocktail? <laughs> yes. yes. Becomes worse and worse of a person. Oh, I hate him. I hate uh, him. By the end, yeah, you're definitely like... Sucks. By the time he gets his hand chopped off... He gets, ca- off. he gets Captain Hooked. Yeah. Oh, we can't... Well, hold on. We nope. can't go straight there. We can't do it yet? No, no, okay. no, no, no. All right. Um, we got to talk about the stone looks like candy. It looks like okay. it looks like a giant piece of candy. It's like a giant ring pop. <laughs> giant ring pop. Emerald City. What about the fact that, like, you know, he was like gonna kind of double cross her, but yep. then like he had a change of heart. Yep. That's growth. We can't just gloss over that. No. Do you, okay. Do you think he was? How much of it was? Yeah. Him saying you gotta get the stone because then you have. Extra bargaining power. You have the map, and you have the at that stone. point. Yeah. I actually think that's it's a good selfish. point. Oh, I guess we're. You think it's good? You think it's bad? I think at that point it's still self. It's still selfish. He's, you don't think he's, it's selfish, though, right? I don't know. I'm not I think sure. It's smart. I think it's no. It is smart. You have both at your disposal. So yeah. you can try and give him the map, walk away with the stone, or worst case, I have the stone, Mother Humper, and if you want to try and kill me with, after I give you the map, you will never yeah. get the stone because I already have it. All right. 
So, but I mean, we know these people would follow them to New York. They follow them to the ends of the earth to get that stone. Right. So it, maybe it's a moot point. You know, just don't take this stone. <laughs> and look what ends up happening to it. Um, but I, th- I think he changes his mind when they dance together. You think it was the dance? Yeah. And Mike, Mike does an epic dance. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like doing like I mean, it's got this doing a salsa. Yeah. And he's wearing this like all white ensemble. Does his torso look as long as his legs? I think it's the white on white. It just all blends together. Supposedly, like, he didn't, like, he was just dancing, like, while they weren't filming. Oh, sure. But they were actually filming and threw it in. I mean, here's the thing. Dance like nobody's watching. The dancing scene, I do think it's cute, but it's a little... A little cheesy for old Aunt Sandy. That's a little like. Of course, it's cheesy. Feel, I start to feel nauseous a little as they fall in love on the dance floor. <laughs> and I know you guys are gonna hate me, but God damn that saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that it's saxophone of love. that saxophone got them to go do, as you say, the sex afterwards. <laughs> I blame the saxophone. Um, I don't like that eighties romantic sax music. Well, well, name fun. a sexier instrument. Right, name yeah, a sexier instrument. The triangle. <laughs> the kazoo. The kazoo. <laughs> that little plastic bird that's a whistle that you a put water whistle. in. Yeah. Um, I just, I just I can't do it, guys. I just laugh and feel uncomfortable when the sax comes on. Okay, so should we segue to music then? We're talking about it now. Can we Are talk we, about? Yeah, it yeah, we'll talk about the end. Of course. Okay, so I quite like the music in this movie. I know you do. I know, you know I do, right? Caleb, I'm not sure how Caleb necessarily feels about it. You know, it was part of my childhood. I kind of listen to it now and just kind of go, I don't know how I feel about this. A little cringe. (laughs) A little little cringe. A little cringe. Not cringe. It's more like Uh, a... A little... A little little eye-rolling. A little, like... This this hasn't aged well. Okay, (laughs) so... For you, the viewers and the listeners of the show, the pods. we have a little snippet of the opening. We're gonna snippet. Is this a snippet? Is this where they're doing the side? No, this is the opening. This is the opening. When after she's going through a kitchen to Like fade it out. <laughs> because the bees can fade. <laughs> so. It's a lot for me. But by the way, ass. the bees can fade. The bees can fade. Props for that. Awesome. Good job. So you listen to this soundtrack like you do, Tootsie. No, I actually I don't, but I should. But no, I do not. Tootsie <laughs> has a higher place in my heart. Now But he will. <laughs> I will not. But the ending theme song when they're on the boat. Now come on. This song fucking bumps. No, I hate it. 
Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. You should be so lucky to get <laughs> When I call LG tech support next time, <laughs> I need more talking Play about that. <laughs> and I know Adam Sylvestri. Sylvestri, Sylvester, yeah. He's a, th- he's a thing. He's a real deal. This is the music Alan, of yeah. the... Alan, sorry, bro. This was the music of the time. This was the vibe. I get, I get it. I get it. I, I just think, don't like it. This, that, was, this was all the first time he and Robert Zemeckis worked together. Oh, was it? Okay. And work together a yeah, lot after yeah. ever yeah. he did like yeah. everything yeah, back to the future after. frighteners yeah all of it yeah yeah forced um that scene i i'm sorry not to jump but the closing jump. credit scene with that song playing that scott just did for us with the boat pulling away that goes all the way down the road whatever you know yeah. the new york I, I, road. I think that song is wonderful i think it's a great it's some i don't know i love it because it's not like some adventure theme it isn't some john williams big adventure theme it's a it's like a really cool you know 80s poppy it, it, it fits thing. again the film, the vibe yeah i hear oh here you go baby I was gonna say it's the ringtone for when I call, but I recall. So you'll right. never hear it. Um, okay, I do. I don't. Okay, I do love the ending. I think it's. I don't want to go to the ending. I want to talk about something else before the ending. Okay, don't make me. Um, when she stabs him with the cigar, badass. Yeah. Yeah. She handles that shit. Michael Douglas is down here fucking around with the alligator, and she's like, "It's okay, I got it." And uh, but then he does come to her rescue, which is really important. Yeah, but I like that she he didn't need to. No, she took care of it. By the and time just, he got yeah. up there, she handled her. Kind of like her characters, like yeah. they kind of handle it, but there are guys that like back them up. Is you know, full circle, full circle moment. Full yeah, circle yeah. Moment. No, he had nothing to do with her surviving that. No, so. She got it on her own. And it is like he's got that stupid cigar in his mouth, and you are just like cheering for her to like just stab him with the fucking cigar, <laughs> yeah. and she does it. Yep. Um, the gator. Yeah. I believe snappers. in. I oh, snaps. I believe in my heart of hearts that that gator died in Jack T. Colton's arms. <laughs> of indigestion, and he held him yep. when he passed. <laughs> And he saying it, Ave rubbed, Maria. Rubbed, rubbed, rubbed his oh, yeah. Maria. Yeah. yeah. Rubbed his little <laughs> eyes shut. And as an honor to the gator, he's shoes now. Um, I, I really believe that. I really believe that he did not hurt that gator. He said, this is going to kill this gator. And so he was just there for him. <laughs> it's funny. As a kid, I was like, oh, those boots are so cool. And now it's I'm like. Why? It's like a short little ankle boot. Yeah, yeah. You know, and just how he stands, like, <laughs> so she can see him. Like, like a, <laughs> very proud of like that. My, my sexy gator. <laughs> Got my gators on. Look at my crop. Oh, my God. Yes. 
That's all right. I didn't mean to take that. Well, you know what? If it's good enough for Jack T. Colton. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you're um, going to get some Crocs now? Nope. <laughs> nope. So that's my belief. Do you guys think he held the gator? I, I buy that. Only, mm-hmm. My only difference with opinion than you would that is that I believe he had Kenny G music playing there. So. Instead of Ave Maria. Yeah, instead of Ave Maria. <laughs> he just like reached over to his little electric mm-hmm. keyboard and... Yeah, it's, it's okay. He only trapped birds illegally. He never killed them. Right. He did kill yeah, the sure. snake, but it was... You know, about to bite. It was you know Joan Wilder, so he saved her <laughs> life, and and it, that needed to common be common mishap could have happened to anybody. So you know he's a good guy because he never killed any animal. He's not malicious for, for here. fun for sport. Yeah, um, and I do think it's very cute with the the boat and they're driving through the streets of New York. Yeah. Big ass boat. Just, just, yep. not, just not necessarily the music. No, nope. could have done without it. <laughs> I think it was perfect for the film. Sorry. No, I think it's perfect for the film. That doesn't mean I have to like it. Because <laughs> it's... Ah, don't stab me with a pin. I, how about, how's this? I liked it in 84. <laughs> when you're in 10 years old, can you're I, like, Can yeah. I change my mind? <laughs> yes, you may. Am I allowed? Oh, no, very loud. No, it's like luggage. It's a life bond. Like a, like a Like a Wookiee <laughs> life bond. I mean, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely okay. right. When, when Zolotov gets the... <laughs> Gets his hand bit off. Love that. That's a sweet ass scene, right? That's great. Oh, I love that because the, the, yeah, the, nice the crack, crack getting him. Yeah. And it's nice and stumpy and bloody. Yeah. yeah. That's like a, the as gory as it gets. How about, okay, how about the music when she takes the knife, which she was not discreetly holding behind her back, by not the way. Enough. And she gives it a tuck and he catches it on the wood and the music goes. Yeah, that was different. You remember that, that part? Was different. It was it was like it was like really old school eighties fake claps. You know, it was like hand claps. Yeah. <laughs> it was very suspenseful. No, but it's like the action. That, that means something's about to happen. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like, oh snap. Oh snap. Yeah, I'd like you to just read my last note that I wrote in there. The romantic sex music does kill me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. I didn't expect you were going to like it. I know you have a thing for it. You, it, it hurts you inside. I know. It hurts you didn't like me. it in Dreamscape. There's no reason why you're going to like it here. Oh, my God. Which one's worse? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's what we think. Charmer of a film. Absolutely. It's, I, it's, it's, yes. Yeah. It, I, give us an action adventure. We like um, it. Real quick, before we go. Oh, okay. On next thing. Um, you, Diane Thomas, who wrote the script. Yes. So, yeah, like let's her. talk about her real quick. Yeah, yeah. please. So, Kayla, you probably did your research. You have the notes that I have. I did. More than likely. Yeah. Um, I'll let you. I'll let you. Okay. Well, this was her first and only um, writing credit, basically. Well, she did some other. Did she do something else? She was. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> no, <Okay>. actually. <laughs> what I saw that she was like involved with um, rewrites on Always. Spielberg film. Oh, okay. She was actually Never under contract that. with um, Amblin oh, okay. to rewrite some of their stuff, okay. do some of their things. But Never uh, seen that film. I haven't either, actually. Uh, I know <laughs> Neil hates Steven Spielberg movies, so that's not shocking. What? Now you're making up more lies. Lies! All we know is that Michael Grace didn't want to work on it. <laughs> that's right. What else you got for it? Well, so she she died tragically. Oh. Um, her boyfriend was driving a Porsche that Michael Douglas had gifted to her no because of romancing this one. <gasps> yeah. uh, and she crashed and died. Oh my God. Or he crashed. She right. died. Did he make it or I'm you didn't know. Irrelevant. Um supposedly he did. 
there was an, a third person in the car who died a couple hours after. Oh my god! They were on the PCH, about eighty miles an hour, and I guess they hit a pole. Pacific Highway. Pacific Highway. Yeah. Do Porsches hold two more than two people? Yeah, I think they have a back seat. <laughs> oh, okay. Where she was, he was in the back seat. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! That's, um, but um, wow, yeah, and that's like was, a big deal at eighties. Porsche, like as a gift, that's that's big. Yeah, no, very big. But so when she wrote this movie, it, like back in '79, she was like a server in a restaurant, and Aww. you know, I love that for her that she yeah. didn't. She had this. It. Yeah. Yep. She sold it for two hundred fifty thousand dollars, which at the time. That's how much is that in today? For a script for a first time writer. Yes. It was like yes. A lot, a lot of money. What is that in today's dollar? But you know, the funny thing is, like Fox had no faith in this movie. Did they probably? I wonder if they like they it well. preemptively because they. What I read was they preemptively because uh, they thought it was going to be such a failure. Uh, fired Robert Zemeckis from directing Cocoon. No. Which then led Zemeckis to go and do Back to the Future, and thus like really solidifying his career as mm. a director yeah. in Hollywood. Wow! Which is still true, but can you think about filming in a freaking jungle in the rain? I mean, that's mm-hmm. like logistically, that's not an easy thing to do. I don't yeah. care who you are. So, but I think again, it, yeah. it goes back to it screening so poorly, right? Yeah. That they just they were going to write it off, and it became Fox's highest-grossing movie of the year. Damn. In '84. So, um, you know what else we didn't talk about in this movie? What? Cinematography. Oh yeah, yeah. Good old Dean. You know for <laughs> Dean. There's some tricky little shots in that film. Yeah, there's some yeah. good stuff in there for sure. I mean, you're talking about lighting. You gotta play up the adventure. You gotta make it a fun, fast-moving adventure. You do. He did a great yeah. job. As he did always. a great job. I'd really like to know how he filmed the mudslide scene. Yeah, how they did that. I saw that they dug a trench in the hill. What? And then they pour. They, they basically put the actor there, and they pour a giant thing of water at the same time. Like a they, slip inside. Shoot him on down. And apparently it was not very pleasant for the stunt people Except doing for it. Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about the camera, though? Right. Yeah, where do they have them out well, the okay, camera? No, so the scene where you show them, the actual actors, they were just like on a little piece of uh, uh, acrylic or something. Oh, and they were just And they were just yeah, kind of like... That was just for up. a close-up. Yeah, close-up, kind of moving them down a slip and slide. It's a fun effect. It's yeah. a fun effect. So, but yeah. They were never, like, getting their ass just, no. like, any beat theater. raw. That was a tough yeah. Yeah. On that. Yeah. Huh? More movie magic. <laughs> I'd do it. <laughs> yeah, I'd do, do it. It's like a blast. Might, like a water slide. It sounds like fun to me. I'm sure it's a great time. Yeah. Why not? So you have it, a charmer of a film from 1984. And our good friend, by the way, Chris Wallace did the animatronic uh, crocodile that bit off. Oh, and it's uh, so good. I lo- oh, so. he did a fabulous job. Bit off Sardos's hand. <laughs> Sardos. <laughs> That's the one we didn't use. It was right there. God damn it. So obvious. I've been saving on to that. <laughs> Hold on to that one. Saving on to that. You snuck it in right Close at the end. To the yep. best there. Hey. Hey. You guys ready for a game? I would like to play a game. All right. I want to play a game. I have to answer that phone. Get him up! Look, if you have to shoot me, then you go ahead and you shoot me, but I have to answer this phone, all right? I'm here. Shall we play a game? <laughs> okay, we're back. We're back. 
Jackson. <laughs> Sam Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. No, you're getting up for Sam. <laughs> you know, she did that for the cost of a joint. <laughs> Just like um, John Larroquette. John Larroquette Just like did him. that time. All right. Yeah. Tonight, we're going to be playing alternative movie titles. I like it. What's going to happen is... I'm going to give you some clues to a movie, and the clues are going to steer you to uh, changing the name of that film just a wee bit. Okay, I think okay. I think I understand. My clues will help you. Like, you'll hear it, you'll see it, you'll get it, and they'll be like, "Oh, but I gotta, I gotta change it up a little oh, bit." And we can work together. Yeah, of course. Okay. okay. So here's an example. Okay. Here's an example. And Bruce sure. Scott, are you playing? Sure, I'll play. Of course you're playing. This is your pick. This is your game. You must play. Okay. The okay. example. I would say to you, Maverick steps on Dentine. And you would say. Maverick steps on Dentine. And you would say. Top Gun. Top Gum. Okay. Yes, Michael. Very Top good. Gum. Top Gum. Okay. Because he stepped on. Because he stepped on Dentine. Dentine. Which is Dentine. So there's going to be a word or two. Okay. Get okay. A little bit. All right. All right. Okay. This is going to be something, all right? This is already. Um, I feel like my brain hurts, but. No, you're going to get it. I'm already confused. Okay, we're going to start easy. <laughs> we're going to start easy. We'll, we'll ease you guys into it. Are you loose? You ready to go? Stupid loose. Get rid of that luggage. You don't need it. Just throw that luggage over. Toss it. Okay. This is an easy one. You guys ready? Ready. Okay. Dinosaur pigs. Jurassic pork? Yep. Jurassic pork. Are we getting it? Okay. I feel like you guys are just going to be way too hard. We're overthinking it, obviously. I'm hung up on the pork because I don't think that's right. Okay. Um, taking your Galaxy S12 out to a nice dinner. Galaxy S12? I love it. I like that title right there. Um, what, what is the Galaxy S12? Yep. It's a phone. Yep. Oh, okay. Samsung Taking it to dinner. A phone date. <laughs> um, it's a phone meeting. Anyone? Phone. Phone. E.T. Phone home. Okay. You're taking your phone to dinner. You're romancing the phone. Romancing the phone. And they get harder. That's the bad thing. That's the warm up. That's the warm up. We can do this. All right. Okay. All right, Caleb. This is for you, Caleb. But we can all answer that. Yes. Okay. Darth Vader gets revenge with this 90s slang. 90s slang yep. or sling? Slang. 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 Darth Vader. Get revenge with this it's 90s slang. It's a movie title. Um, One of his own that he was in. Darth Vader was revenge in? Revenge of the... <laughs> nope. Skeezer. Uh, wait, so it says... <laughs> okay, this is... Give us another clue! I don't have any more clues than that. <laughs> wait, well, what's the answer? You're not moving on. The Empire Strikes Whack. <laughs> Whack. Oh, yeah, I would never <laughs> million years have gotten that. Okay. All right. Yeah, Caleb, we're working on that part about this. That was for me. Your brain. <laughs> Harrison <laughs> Ford. Wait, stop. Harrison Ford. <laughs> Making pandemic calls on his computer. Making pandemic calls? Yeah, like what did you do on, on your computer during the pandemic when you made calls? You were on a certain platform. Zoom. Mm-hmm. Could it be something that rhymes with Zoom in a movie title such as Indiana Jones and the Temple, Temple of Zoom? Very Zoom. good. <laughs> right. Okay. It's right there. 
Contemplating aliens whilst forming Devil's Tower from poo. Oh <laughs> what? Wow. Devil's Tower. The Devil's Tower. Devil's Tower. It's a movie Spielberg did. Uh, Close Encounters. Yeah, but you of did it out of poo. kind. What kind? Of the turd. Turd, turd kind. Okay. Right. There you go. I'm picking it up now. Oh, no. <laughs> Samsung for schmucks. Uh, I like that one. <laughs> All right. NBA, as in the National Basketball Association, MVP turned movie genie. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Travels to 1955. Shaq. Shaq to the future. Shaq to the future. Yeah. Thank you, Ken. Okay. I feel like if I saw this written out, it might help me a little bit, but I'm not positive on that. Okay. Um, Vincent Vega wants you to speak clearly. Pulp, maybe pulp Past diction. Language. Yes, very good. You got it. You got it. Pulp All diction. Right. Now you understand. Uh, no, I've understood <laughs> the whole time. That's okay. Here's the speed round. <laughs> you ready? Big money, big I'm money, sure no whammies. Tom yeah. Hanks finds a bug bite on his arm. Tom Hanks. Forrest Bump, very good. <laughs> oh, Tom. Tom. What Tom what? Hanks has? What Tom Hanks has after chopping down a tree? Forest Forest dog does this on your leg. I'll say Bomb Hanks gets gas. Uh, forest pump. Forest pump, very good. <laughs> what Tom Hanks does in the forest. When he goes potty, I should say. Sorry, in the toilet, excuse me. How you doing? Forest dump. Forest dump. I screwed that one up. Um, and finally, Tom Hanks likes to get paddled on his. Forest rump. Forest rump. There you That's go. A lot of Tom Hanks. <laughs> a lot of things rhyme with gump. <laughs> they do. I appreciate that you put time and energy yeah, I can tell into you this. Right. Um, I think. It's not a bad game, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, f I feel like I could be wrong, but I feel like if I saw these written out, okay. yeah, but I'm I don't enjoying know. this game. Uh, no, I like it. You have I'm more? I'm enjoying it. What else you got? What, what you got? Um, through, even through the protest of Sandra, I will read a couple more. I didn't say anything about <laughs> Please, please, please. Uh, okay. Gay and lesbian alliance against defamation and post-apocalyptic Australia. The Gay and Lesbian Alliance so against like Defamation. Mad Max. Say it again. Mad Max. Not mad. Glad Max. Glad, Glad Max. Max. Yeah. Hi, Space Face. Glad Max. Jeff Goldblum covers Gina Davis in Belbita. The, the Fry? The fry. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis in a film together. The Fly. Yeah, no, the fly. try another one. Oh, they didn't do anything else. They did more than one movie together? Yeah. I don't know that movie then. Earth. Oh, Earth Girls are... Velveeta. Cheesy. Cheesy. I forgot about that I like movie. the fry. <laughs> I made a cheese curd. Okay. Um. <laughs> totally forgot about that movie. Sandra's going to like this one a lot. Uh, morning meal with a morning woody. Morning meal breakfast. 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 Breakfast, breakfast at, at Tiffany's. Tiffany's. That's good. That's all the work. We should get points for that. Even, that's even better than what I had. I think we won. 
Is it breakfast? Is breakfast a club? The breakfast chub instead of club. Uh, but uh, yeah. yours is better, though. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> Michael Douglas sequel, refusing to accept he's too old. Michael Douglas sequel. So it might even be a sequel to the movie we just watched. Denial. The jewel of denial. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very good. She's getting. She's catching it now. Okay. Um, Rick Moranis turns his children into protein shakes. Oh, Honey, I, I shrunk. The, uh, no, we're too close. Protein shakes. Uh, Honey, I, Honey, I shook and, the kids. No, and sure. Honey, the kids are shook. Uh, has to rhyme with shrunk. Uh, kids are drunk. Yes. Honey, I drunk. Honey, I drunk the kids. Yes. Like he drank. He drank them. Yeah. Okay. Protein shake was throwing us. I think. Yeah. Yeah. What we want to say? Soda? Turn them into soda? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you grind your kids up in the protein shakes, but sure, no, you're right. Oh my god, this is painful. John Cryer likes Molly and Fur. Oh, pretty, pretty in, in, in mink. Think, yes, mink. pretty in mink. Okay. Okay. Finally, the last one. These kids walk behind the rows of the adult video section. Oh, children behind the porn. Oh, the children, children of the, of the porn. porn. Children <laughs> of the porn. He walks behind the porn. Okay. I like that game because like it, it hurt my head. What do we call, we yeah. more of a, what do we call that game? Well, oh, I just changed it to dad Nothing. jokes with Neil. We call it we call it never happening ever again, is what we call no, it. No, 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 I think. I, let me guess. Shower idea. Good job. I don't. I don't. It was a couple days ago. Just a couple showers ago. Couple Toilet showers idea. ago. Yeah. It's definitely. There a you go. Game. <laughs> Any old do. <laughs> now for a future one. Yes. Oh shit! We need a shirt of that. I've been waiting for that one thing to come across we could use. Like for our, you know, our thing, and that's it. Good job. We did a good job. We did, we did actually get a few, few of those. You got a few of them. <laughs> Scott cracking up at his own Scott's joke. dying. The beast is like running the show now. Thank you, Gory. I appreciate it. Thank you, Gory. <laughs> We all said you put a lot I of work in right this. <laughs> Pulp Diction. Oh, shit. I'm just going to stay in the folk for a while. Why are you sulking? You game. We all had fun. The Furbies loved it. Everybody loved it. We'll see. Person sitting next to me with luggage. Am I your luggage? I think if they were written down, maybe it would work. <laughs> So because Several then times? I can like see it, because then I could like sound it out. Okay, Stephanie, what what else you got? What's next? Oh my God! Wow, it's not even quite spring yet. He's he's sprung. That's right, I'm sprung. Um, it's happening. Uh, let's talk about next what, week's what's, film. What's yeah? What do we do in two weeks from now? Yes, we are going to do. Can we? What can I call it? What was uh, an acceptable term for me to call this? Jack, Jack the Scripper. No, I mean the 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 
the heading of it. It's a um, Jack. Oh, so we're doing a movie that none of us has seen, yeah. right? Which happens every once in a while, not very often, uh, especially for horror film. So this is a blind watch. Blind watch. There you go. Yeah. It's a film that I had seen, uh, I mean, advertised forever and ever, and I always go, I'll watch it one day, I'll watch it one day. So, finally we're watching. The day has come. It has come, and it's called Jack's Back. Jack's Back. We're going to find out, finally, why is Jack back? Where did Jack, Jack go? Jack. Who is Jack? <laughs> I don't know. That rhymed. Which part? All of, all all of, of it. the whole thing. <laughs> I think that's the whole film. 1988's Jack's Back is next. We don't, it could be a complete steaming pile of Forrest Dump. We don't know. We're going to find out what it is. By the way, can I just say it is very funny to have Sylvester Stallone peeking out of your yeah, cardigan you like for this whole episode. This is, we, we, we need Rocky right now. He, oh, he needs do. to go to Russia and like solve our I shit. I love Rocky. I love everything and then after, about it. After going to Russia, then he needs to go to Florida and <laughs> handle, you know, the don't say gay thing. Like, and then he needs list. to go to Texas. And then he needs to go to Idaho. And then, yeah. and then, and then, and then, it's and then. It's just kind of cute with him, like, peeking out this whole time, like, hey, guys. Can I, can, I play, can I talk about the movie, guys? It's like, sure, Rocky, get in here. I think I think even Drago's like, oh, god damn, man. Uh, can I go? This, yeah. This country, no good. Look at this potato. Right. right? <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. I'd, I'd say you're, well, never mind. I know. Never mind. Never you mind. know what? I'm not even going to. It's time to put Neil back put in the bed. script until the fall because he's he's cooked. He's we're, cooked. we're we're about to yank Neil's batteries. Yeah, like just like Furby. the Furby. Okay, <laughs> I, I hope they're up here. That's the only place I'm gonna look. Let's go home. So thank you, Scott. Thank you, Reverend Michael P. Thank you, Haley. Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Pod People. Thank you, Mindy Horror Movie Addict Glory Bit. This movie by Flora, D October 99, Tony Levette, Nightmare Mistress, Mark Vision's Truth, Ofo, and Space Face. Late. Bye, everyone. It was late, but worth the wait. That's all right. Bye, guys. Thank you for being here. Most importantly, the crocodile. The culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon. A lot of things rhyme with gump.